Hello and welcome to the Sunnydale Study Group, the podcast for returning Scoobies and Buffy Newbies. I'm Omar. I'm Chris. And I'm Holland. Today we're joined by a very, very special guest, the host of our personal Dead Man's Party, Minzwi Karami. That's me. <laughs> I'm Minzwi Karami, host of our personal Dead Man's Party. Thank you for jo- uh, thank you for hosting the party. Oh, no problem, no problem. I love hosting parties. Uh, Minzwi is from many things, Mudville Comedy. It's one place you can find him. Hey Sailor, uh, a podcast about Sailor Moon that uh, I am also on, mm-hmm. where we travel through space and talk about Sailor Moon, as well as Nerdist. Mm-hmm. You're, I, I am, you're Chris Hardwick, I am the, right? I am the Nerdist, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people think Chris Hardwick's a white guy, but he's not. Um, by the sound of my voice, you can tell that I'm a mixed-race Vietnamese-Iranian person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very potent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Points! <laughs> <laughs> We'll be talking about episode two of season three, Dead Man's Party. And uh, without further ado, let's knock down the door and get this started. Thank you so much for joining us. You're our first guest of season three. Oh. Yeah? Yeah. True. True. How does that make you feel? Excited or trepidatious? Um, I was going to say excited. I didn't know trepidatious was an option. So oh. now trepidatious. Okay. Yeah. Excited is still Why didn't an option. you have a guest for season one? Episode for, episode for episode one. We were trying to do every other because mm. we're like, oh, we'll get, here's a little insight into our shooting schedule. Ooh. We're very busy and we're like, oh, we'll shoot two per night. So we'll have one guest and one non-guest. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to have our schedule. Be. And I'm going to be gone in February, but through the magic of editing, hopefully yeah. people won't notice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. You'll cut that part out. Yeah. Yeah. I'll cut out the part where I went to a different country. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you're like the pat. Of uh, of our season uh, of our episode, yeah, you're like Pat Joyce's friend, yeah. Oh, her, okay, <laughs> wonderful woman. I did not remember her name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now let's say that you're like Minzwi and you didn't remember her name, or maybe you didn't remember who Pat was, or maybe you didn't remember the episode because you didn't watch it. That's fine. We know that you have a very busy schedule. You're getting back in the routine. You just came back from LA, so we're gonna catch you up with the cram session. Chris Ramonte is gonna summarize this episode in five. Super easy, glowy mask guy sentences. So, Chris, take it away. Damn! <laughs> aggressive. Uh-huh. Buffy is back from running away, and the gang is shocked and not as excited as you think they might be because they resent her for leaving them to fight vampires by themselves, and Joyce is being super dismissive, and it's really awkward, and man, it's not the, not the hug and kiss sess you, you wanted it to be. <laughs> One. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right one, right uh, one. Minzu does not seem to be familiar with our sentence structure here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, run on sentences. If please. it ends, it's not a sentence. <laughs> okay. That's our rule here in Sunnydale. If you're still talking, it means there was a comma. That's, that's two? <laughs> that wasn't a sentence. Okay. <laughs> that was the third one. These <clears throat> <laughs> clear? Yeah, yeah. That's getting more aggressive. Joyce has made a friend named Pat, who is very judgmental of Buffy, it seems, and Joyce has invested in a Nigerian mask, which raises a cat back from the dead and raises a ton of zombies back from the dead. Two. But but not yet. But not yet. (laughs) This isn't going great. (laughs) To get things kind of comfortable again, Joyce invites the Buffy gang over for dinner, which quickly dissolves into a full-on can't-hardly-wait style party with a band and people doing shots. And in the middle of this party, the zombies that are summoned to Joyce's mask smash through the windows just in time to interrupt a super uncomfortable and heated discussion between Joyce, Buffy, and the Scoobies as they scream at each other about how they all resent each other and Buffy left them hanging high and dry. Seth Green is also in can't hardly Oh, and Jennifer Love Hewitt's at the party. You don't see her. No, 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 you don't. But she's there. Mm -hmm. Three. Um, You have a ton of wiggle rope. I know. (laughs) Um, Giles discovers that this is going on and drives his car, hitting someone along the way, which totally could have been a person, and it was totally his fault. (laughs) His car from, like, the 1800s. (laughs) He shows up to inform them that it all revolves around Joyce's mask. Mm -hmm. Four. Great. I'm burning sentences. That's fine. That's great. You got got a Uh, nice big one here. uh, The demon that is behind the mask puts the mask... The demon that's behind the mask will be summoned if a form of a figure wears the mask and it is put on by Pat, who Buffy hates, and Buffy shoves a 
shovel into her face, killing her, killing the demon, and turning everything seemingly okay for now, except the final battle. Will Buffy get back into school when Snyder's trying to stop her? Find out next week. Um, really quickly, there's a lot to talk about in this episode. First of all, great job. <laughs> I've had worse. Um, here's the thing. Don't I've had better. You rarely. I you you changed something for me. Yeah. Um, in in not the reading of this episode, but just being uh, an active adult human being, mm-hmm. didn't realize shovel comes from shove. Oh yeah, that's Does, true. Oh, oh you shove it. You shove it in the ground. Wow. I think that shove comes from shovel. What? That's oh, that, but where did shovel true? come from then? Someone was just like, hey, where did that shovel over there? <laughs> I guess so. Right? It's a very uh uh nihilistic view on linguistics, but yeah, sure, sure. Colin's looking it up. While I disagree uh, with that, I think that that is also um a, a valid way, way of looking at it because <laughs> because a lot of our words are now shortenings of longer words from right. before. Like so lieutenant is, is now just loop. Yeah. Lit. Oh, hey, Laura. Uh, looks like uh, it's from the Old English scoffle or German of Germanic origin related to Dutch shuffle, German shuffle. Sh- I'm pronouncing all these wrong. Schoffel. Also to the verb. Oh, that's show. where chauffeur comes from. Oh, oh. because they shove they you shove along you the, yeah. in the yeah. car. They're, They're like, like get, in, get, in, get, in, get in, get in, Yeah, <laughs> the old English cars <laughs> that Giles drove is really. That it's car a, was very old. Oh, it's an old yeah. buggy. Giles's car. Does Giles's car have a name? I don't think it does. Let's give it one. Holland, what do Buffy. you think? Buffy. <laughs> no, that's weird. Scoffle. What with two E's? Scoffle? Or, yeah, I'm just now just reading different versions of the word. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were naming yeah, the car. But I'm not wrong. That could have totally been a bystander that Giles hit. He's like, oh, yeah, it was a zombie. Yeah. yeah. You, Shoffle, you can name it Shofflin. 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 Giles's car, Shofflin. How many episodes were in this season? 22. 22? I feel like they could have used an extra one where Giles can't get back into his house because he has to find the keys that he dropped. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, they should have. I would just love to... Yeah, that, that's a that's good 47 minutes of entertainment. I just think Giles. So. Just, it's like, damn. It's like the Breaking Bad Fly episode. It's just right, like, right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wonder yeah. if that episode was good watching it by itself. The Fly episode? If you should it. Huh? I don't like that episode. Right. Mm, so right. <laughs> Ryan Johnson did that episode, though. That's a... Hmm? Mm. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, really, Buffy, off the bat, he did do that. Yeah, one thing that uh, this ep- I noticed about this episode, and I wanted to bring to your guys' attention, uh, it's a very serious episode, a lot of high emotions. But the main thing that jumped out to me was Sunnydale's trash can budget must be through the roof. Every episode starts off with at least one trash can getting smashed beyond repair. Oh yeah, like vampires and trash cans, they go together. That's true, actually. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, they I I agree. But Sunnydale somehow keeps the lights on. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And I think that we need to respect the town and citizens of Sunnydale in that sense because uh, there's some kind of order being maintained. Yeah, mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was actually, I don't really think much about trash cans, but I was talking about this. No, but I was talking about this a few weekends ago because I was, it was when uh, we were in line at Santa Family and we were walking to try and find a trash can. To For throw the X-Files event, right? Yeah. And we were looking to find a trash can to throw something out and we walked like a couple of, we could not find a trash can. And this is in like, this is in a like very popular kind of like. On Fairfax, area. right? Yeah. yeah and yeah. we're just like walking and oh. walking. And I was like, wow, there are just, if there were more trash cans, this would probably if be If we didn't have tra- as many trash cans as ambulances, boy, <laughs> mm-hmm. there'd be one here right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's a trash can, we need one. A lot of foreshadowing this episode. Yeah. A lot of yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's really, really good. Uh, I feel like episode one was kind of getting us back in the mix, but also kind of setting up a new show. Mm-hmm. And this episode was kind of pushing us more towards that and really breaking apart the Scoobies, um, showing everyone's different dynamics, their flaws kind of shining through. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. I love this episode. And I appreciate that it's an ugly reunion. Yeah. Because it could have easily just been like a hugs and kisses episode, but the fact that it's just so nasty. Yeah. And that Xander just becomes such a He's such a jerk. Slimy jerk in this moment. And I also like, blame him for a lot of the what happens in this episode because a lot of the stuff he says leads to the visual poetic justice 
You know what I'm talking about? He's like, the, it's um, not like we're raising the dead and the dead. No, he's like, yeah, it's not can, like the dead are gonna come break in the house. The dead break in the house, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You can bury it, but you can't. Um, no yeah. matter what, nothing stays buried. Yeah. Just like, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can bury your problems, but you can't like mm-hmm. get something. I don't know, but yeah. Oh, you can bury your problems, but they always come back up. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Fucking. Ugh, yeah. Not <laughs> only, not only is he being a dick, but he's just begging. He's yeah. jinxing left yeah. and yeah. right. Yeah. And his Willow and had a big jinx though, so that's yes. But she acknowledged it. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Where the because she does she has the line right before the smashing through the mm-hmm. window. And yeah. then she's yeah. like, I was being sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> the part that just rips my heart out of my chest in this episode, um, which is not meant to be a jinx in any way, is the Kalima. <gasps> <laughs> is in the middle of the screaming fest where she's like Willow starts to chime in and she's like, Willow, I I can't take this from you too. Yeah. Because yeah. they're all just pig piling on her, including mm-hmm. Joyce. Yeah. And then it's like, ugh. I, and Joyce I comes in how, yeah. drunk as a skunk. Can I just say, <laughs> yes! like, I don't understand. Like, A, my thing is like, first of all, who thought it'd be a good idea to have this party? Also, why would they think that'd be appropriate? Oh, Buffy's mom invited us all over for, for dinner. Let's actually just throw a giant fucking rager at her house yeah. instead. And then Joyce is just like, okay with it and just mm-hmm. cool mom all of a sudden getting drunk yeah. with her friend in the kitchen while like there are underage teens drinking throughout oh, her house yeah. and she bought out like the nice china and everything mm-hmm. I'm like what the fuck is happening like, and Oz, yeah. Oz is like I get the yeah. my band gets to play today yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Oz play. the like, smart one is like great idea <laughs> we really need to roll out our new material <laughs> somewhere yeah. what was Oz's breakdown of the different party categories shindig oh, I, nanny. did you write these yeah it was gathering shindig or Hoot nanny. And a, a, a gathering, hoot, a little bit of nanny. A gathering involved <laughs> Brie. Um, a shindig uh, was something like, or like low key music was at at the gathering, and the shindig had slightly high, better music. And then the hoot and nanny was both hoot and nanny. It was a lot of hoot, but a little bit of nanny. Yeah. Right. And they, I don't think they expected that much nanny, but it was a hoot and nanny. Correct. Hoot and nanny. I, the nannies were in the back. Getting drunk yeah, yeah. while there was some hooting in the living room. <laughs> uh, I have a personal issue with the party. Yeah. Aside from the fact that I agree with you, Holland, it's extremely rude. <laughs> oh, like incredibly rude. rude. Mm-hmm. Which has never stopped them before. Like, just like... Check your privilege at the door, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but for me, um, when he goes fiesta foul. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's... That guy's got to do a shot. I just, it's a party foul. Which guy said that? This the guy who answers the phone is like buddy, buddy. Oh, okay. Yeah, the guy who's like, "Can I please get the my guy who gets card right away?" Snap, yeah. snapped. Yeah, Actually, just he had it coming. I have another question. Fiesta foul. So that's saying because when he says, "Okay," because maybe this is something that I've been getting wrong all my life, but Belvedere is a thing, right? I don't know. Belvedere? Rabbit, yeah. Is Mr. Belvedere. Because no, that's the thing, because I was trying to figure out if he said like Belvedere or Belvedere, and then I was like, does Belvedere come, does it mean like velvet ear? Is that like what that's supposed Ooh. to mean? Because it's like a velvet. Oh, is Belvedere a word? But what is the word? Is it Belvedere? Is it Belvedere? Or I think like he said Mr. Belvedere because he was making fun of Giles for being British. Yeah. But then like, what is oh, that Oh, you're saying velvet ear? Because I was trying to think of like, is velvet ear? Did that translate into like... If it's not velvet ear, velvet you ear. need to copyright that tonight. Call <laughs> Stanley and say, I've got so a new like, character for you. No, because it's like... It's the velvet like, ear. No, it sounds like velvet in your ear. And I was like, is that why they say velvet ear? It's, but then if it's true velvet ear, not... It's a sweet voice. I just, I thought I think it's it. velvet ear. Velvet ear. Mm-hmm. But then where does uh, that come from? Is that just like some person's name? Mr. Velvet ear? Mr. Velvet ear. Who's that? Isn't he from My Fair Lady? Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm just He's from out. some British thing, yeah. That's where Isn't the from, word shovel came I from. I think all we need to know about it, uh, Mr. Belvedere uh, in general is, a, is that it's British. It's a sitcom. Yeah. Oh, it's an American sitcom. What? About a British guy? <laughs> but also, why... So these zombies are unusual because they're not your average run-of-the-mill... They zombies. don't eat you zombies. Also, they just want... Well, they don't eat you. They're just mindless... They're traditional zombies, then. Well, they're... They... Their right. neck snapping ability is was where I was like, that's not a normal zombie move. Because they're all after the mask. Oh, okay. oh no, don't. you know they're all after Jim Carrey's the mask. Well, I, I accidentally googled so- velvet ear. Well, I'm getting the ear from Blue Velvet. That is. Oh. I accidentally yeah. Google image search. Holland, and he yeah. finds an ear. 
mm-hmm. in the grass. But it makes sense that you would get the ear. You would get the ear from the velvet. It sounds real smooth, like velvet. Yeah. Imagine it on shirts. <laughs> and he has a velvet. suit. <laughs> I just thought entirely of ears. Uh, Gross. Oh, no. That's a yes. serial killer thing. <laughs> no, totally. We should take that to Showtime. Yeah. Oh, They'll man. make it. Mm-hmm. We'll make it good for one season. I had yeah. a I have a really bad TV <laughs> pitch idea. Do you guys want to hear it? Of course. Yeah. And then we'll get back to the episode. Yeah. Um, you guys know how Dexter is a show about a serial killer who kills serial killers. I yeah. did know that, and it's really popular. I want to follow that same formula, and it's a not killer, not killing, not killers. Mm. And it's called Morgan. <laughs> so he is just a man, man, but it's him still. This is a well. Up. There's a lot of stuff. It's uh does he choose to not kill a lot? When yes. he's confronted with moments where like maybe he might? Uh no, that sounds a little too violent for me. Does oh, it no. um does he does he follow people around for a long time to make sure that they also don't kill? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's sort of like um uh what was that guardian there was like a there was like right after um Quinn Medicine Woman, there was like a guardian touch by an angel. Touch by an angel. It's Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, okay? Not Dr. Just, Quinn, not just Quinn Medicine Woman. Starring no, James. I watched yeah, the prequel. Wait. Wasn't that that was Jennifer Love Hewitt? <laughs> During her residency. Wasn't she a ghost? Wasn't she killed and she was a ghost? You think of ghost, ghost whisperer. whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't killed, was she? Touch by an angel. <laughs> wait, was, was it an after also school <laughs> special? <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, about did Jennifer that Love just ran for every day. Wait, what? Oh, I like, Did I like seeing, Love um, ever if you a see a strange angel, kids, was yeah. she a ghost? I like that, I like that Touch Jennifer by Angel was in this episode, but that he comes back. Or are we thinking about Susie Hugh? But like, he's oh, in the, no, that wasn't Jennifer angel? Love Hewitt, that was the no, big no, no, character. Yeah, so Touch by yeah. Angel is in the main credits now, but he hasn't come back <laughs> yeah. yet. But clearly he's going to come back <laughs> because he's in the main credits. Right. So Touch by an Angel is, he, you know, Angel's good for a dream dance. Yeah. Although in this particular instance, a dream walk. Yeah, but who is watching it and being like, oh, they're going to have a dream sequence of Angel in every episode this whole season. Right. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, she wasn't a ghost. I remember her being a ghost, but I guess she can just stop. But you know where she was almost a ghost? And can't hardly wait. Because she almost ghosted that party, not telling anyone. Except she did, because there was that guy played by that one actor that nobody remembers. <laughs> I just found oh, out that yeah. um, ghosting in Australia means something different. It means when you go up behind someone and do exactly what they're doing. Oh, no, really? at the airport, ghosting is... Don't do this at the airport. Um, at the airport, ghosting is when you fo- just walk behind someone and just follow them. Uh, onto weird. the airplane. Well, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's weird because I, I was just watching Black Books, which is British, and then in that, ghosting yeah. is ignoring someone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I, I can tell it's British by the name of the show. Black Books. <laughs> it's about wow. two winos that own a bookshop. I, it's yeah. my well, first no, time watching it. I relate to I them a lot. Um, I have a thought. <laughs> Pat is the, the worst. worst. She's she's not the worst. She's pretty bad. She's not great. I am trepidatious now that you said I was Pat. You're, you're, you're not <laughs> yeah. Pat. I'm okay. standing up for... You're not Pat. Okay. <laughs> it's Pat. Oh, no. Oh, no. Minzui's dead. Oh. Yeah, was Pat a little bold with her comments about Buffy? Sure. Did she deserve to have a shovel in the face and be dead forever? Not well, necessarily. she didn't get the shovel in oh, the face. Oh, wait, wait, she wait. just got killed. Uh, uh, the mask got the shovel in guess, the face. Yeah, you're you guess, right. You guess, you guess. She talks about empanadas all the time. Fiesta foul. Oh, you know what? I'm going to say this. Bragging about your empanadas in your Spanish class, that's a fiesta foul. A lot of white people take it in Spanish classes. She is Santa Barbara. Just so you guys know, the show definitely takes place in Santa Barbara because of Pat. It's not because of the State Street references. It's not because it's actually shot, you know, B-roll is in Santa Barbara. It's because of Pat. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hands down, suburban Santa Barbara. Your mother worried so much. That's here's okay. Here's something else I'm, I'm realizing, and now where did I, she come from? Pat, yeah, the book club. Yeah, but she just she just showed up over that summer that Buffy was missing. Yeah, in fact, the book club yeah. was reading a book about a character named Pat that comes into existence. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, the book that they were reading actually, I guess, is about a family whose son goes missing and then comes back, which is. I was oh. oh. Most passive aggressive book club I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, your dog is missing. I would have read Holes. read a book about a missing child. <laughs> <laughs> More Miss- empanadas, anyone? <laughs> what do you think about Joyce's taste in people? We're talking Ted. <laughs> Horrible, right? <laughs> We're talking Ted. We're talking Pat. Ted was a robot? Ted was a John big Hunter? old, yeah, the, the evil robot okay, who yeah. murdered his previous wives, which Joyce didn't know about. Also, um, I mean her taste in art. Yeah, not, yeah, not super yeah. great. Not only is it c- 
cursed and haunted. It's hideous. Like, <laughs> it's big. What looks like real teeth with like a wooden carving. It's like, like she went to the tiki room once as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> never shaken it. Also, is she stealing from her museum? That's another <laughs> thing I want to say. Like, she's like, we just got this in the museum. And I'm just like, then it goes right back to the museum, Joyce. It doesn't go on a wall after you've knocked holes all around Buffy's room. Also, can we establish like, where... Because I thought she was hanging it up in the kitchen. But it was in no. her bedroom? It was in the no, bedroom. she was hanging in the bedroom. And, and Joyce's bedroom? No, the first Buffy's. time was she... Buffy's bedroom. Right? Am I remembering it wrong? I think it was her I personal changed. bedroom. Is it in Joyce's really bedroom? I was having a really hard time figuring out where this mask was hung up because at first I thought it was in the kitchen, but then it was like, it's not in the kitchen because every time they show it, it's dark. But mm-hmm. then I was like, how is it still dark if it's at this party? Mm-hmm. But then it wasn't in Buffy's room, but it looked like they were in Joyce's room when the shit went down. I think it was in Joyce's room. But it was also they... like every time they went to a cutaway shot, like it was probably just the same cutaway shot when mm-hmm. the Joyce... didn't match, but... If she, if we were writing contemporary episodes, but like Buffy wasn't in Joyce's room when she was first hanging it up, though, was she? I thought they were in the. Kitchen. I think she, yeah, yeah she like walked, she walked in, over, walked okay. and she was like, "Oh, because she came in to tell her that she was going out." Oh, yeah. yeah. So it was Joyce's room. Okay. So Omar was wrong. She was nailing, draw, uh, hitting um, holes. holes in her own wall. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine, actually. Now I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as it's your own wall, you can do that. Um, but then, does that mean Giles was in Joyce's room? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Wait. Why did he co- oh yeah, because he because he knew the mask. Yeah, because he saw the mask. He came over. Was he his- quoting a scene that we had not even seen in the episode? <laughs> no, he saw the mask because he came in. He saw the mask yeah. and he, came he with was the like, cage. and he and he, yeah, when they got the cat. Oh yeah. But really quick. Oh, maybe the something? cat. Maybe the cat went and hit under the bed in Joyce's room. Uh. Is that uh, what happened? Me? No. no the, well, the cat was dead. The cat and ran then in. Came, ran in through the kitchen. Right. And then went but, somewhere. Well, but Giles, Giles came like way later. Yeah. Not like and way later in the episode. But, like, he came in at a time where it wasn't weird for him to go in there. Okay. Sure. Yeah. According to sorority rules, right? The sun hadn't set. <laughs> right? Yeah. I just I should probably just go rewatch the episode. Um, but uh, um, is this episode the Buffy episode? Uh, it's the mask. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Which is, is Loki's mask. Smoking. Yeah. <laughs> so right? They stop me. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody Amazing. stop me! Okay, <laughs> trouble in the eyes. Uh, it's, I like uh, that everyone disappears when they die. She died. Yeah, that was too. very. That was very Pat? solved. Just immediately. Yeah. Much. I was just like, I have the solution. Okay, never mind. Okay. <laughs> um, what's the worst party that you guys have ever been to? Probably that one in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I know it was the worst party I ever went to. And it was kind of similar to this kind of party. <laughs> it was one of those like youth awkward parties in high school. Mm-hmm. And I liked this girl. Oh, yeah. And she... What was her first name? I don't feel like... Dang. Oh, that's okay. okay. What was her right, last right. name? I thought you just forgot. Mm-hmm. I'll say her initials. Okay. okay. No, yeah, I, no, I won't. I won't. Social won. security no, number. That's fine. Social security <laughs> number. 888 She's a telephone operator. Wow, that's... <laughs> so I like this girl. And she had sort of implied that she kind of liked me but it turned out she liked someone else and so mm. she invites me to this party with her and all of her friends and I like had to get a ride there and I was there at this person's house and then it turned out like she was upset because she wasn't invited to prom by this older guy and she was pining about him and she was, ign- she was ignoring me the whole night and the only reason I was even there was to hang out with her and I didn't even know those people very well so all of a sudden I'm like in this awkward situation I'm probably like a sophomore or something like that uh-huh. and I'm like a total Xander like kind of personality at right. this time just like completely out of my element not among friends being ignored and man it sucked you got uh, 500 days of summered is that what that was yeah the expectation mm. reality bit remember that party at the end oh I think just that part probably but not any of the rest of it <laughs> I feel like there's I beg to differ, but we don't need to get into it. The problem with Five Hundred Days of Summer is that like it's a lot of people's like a lot of people really like that movie, but girls and guys see it from completely different perspective. But it's not girls; it's people who have gone through. Some people th- are you talking about how I think a lot of people I've, think it's her fault, but it's like yeah, I think it's assholes and yeah. not assholes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't want to. I I didn't want to. Okay. Joseph Gordon Levitt's the bad guy in that movie, right? Because he has like all these like crazy messed up expectations of the graduate. Yeah, which yeah. Ends in incest. Yeah. We never talk about that, but it does. Yeah. They're related. Yes. Who's related? They're related because uh, Benjamin and Elaine. Elaine. Yeah. 
Uh, Sorry, I haven't seen it. Wait, what? Wait, it's, what are you talking about? Wait, I just wait. I'm yeah, yeah, that's like the whole thing is. Um, uh, Mrs. Robinson had an affair with Benjamin's dad, and that's why she's going after Benjamin. And Elaine is not what's his name's daughter. It's it's Benjamin's sister, and that's why Mrs. Robinson gets so freaked out when he's like, "I'm gonna see her," and she's like, "Don't you dare!" And she's like flipping out. Oh man! What are we ta- Wait, the graduate. graduate. Okay, yeah. I, I was, was like, like oh, this okay. is a different movie. I don't yeah. remember. Five Days of Summer. <laughs> Summer and Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character yeah. are related. No, that's not true. That was a joke. <laughs> I'm just really good at delivering lines. I don't know what's happening real. anymore. I don't know okay, what's um, anymore. how about you, Holland? What was the worst party you ever been to? Uh, I was thinking about this. Uh, there was one in eighth grade. Three awkward things. Uh, quite a few awkward things happened that make me remember this party. Uh, first of all, oh, no. it was my boyfriend at the time's party who I had been dating for all of like two weeks. What were his initials? <laughs> oh, uh, I can give you his initials. CP. He won't listen to this. Also, he's an asshole. Whoa. Um, and is it you hear that? Like, Cooper Puck? If his you name see is... him, it looks like P. Yeah, totally. No, his, his name was Chris, actually. Uh-oh. Whoa. Chris oh, my God. Chris it Pine. Was Chris it was Chris Pine. Pine. It was Chris Pine. Uh, <laughs> no, but we were dating for a very small amount of time, um, and we he was it was we were going to kiss, like kiss, kiss, like real kissing, um, and that was going to be my first like real make-out kiss. Very Whoa, excited. Exciting. He wanted me to give him a blowjob, but I was like, maybe oh, we should just make oh. out first. This is, again... It's great, great two-week relationship. Chris Pine, Jesus. Chris Pine, oh, what an asshole. Um, and so I, we did end up making out, and I was very nervous about this whole thing. I had looked a bunch of stuff up online trying to figure out how to do this. Did you watermelon um, it? I didn't. No, I didn't watermelon it. What, yeah. what, what's watermelon? Is that when you switch out and put I a watermelon? <laughs> <laughs> and the old switcheroo. <laughs> Let me tell you, folks. Your man does not know the difference. And you get a scot-free. You can hold that secret to your grave. Oh, my God. Um, so, anyway, that was one of the things. The other thing was that it was his birthday party, and so I had to buy him a present. And I was really nervous, again, that I had to buy him a present. Because, uh-huh. like, we've only been dating for, again, like, two weeks. And so I decided on a – my friend and I were shopping. We decided on a joke gift, which was a rainbow hat, uh, which I don't know if he actually appreciated. We thought it would be funny. Uh and it was, no, it was a hat, but it was in a rainbow bag. I don't know if the hat was rainbow. It was a beanie. Whatever. Um, the other thing that happened was the Degrassi episode aired that night where JT got shot. Oh, no. So we watched that at the party. I haven't seen any of them yet. Oh, that's well, a lot. Spoiler. JT gets shot in one of them, and that's what was on at the party. So I cried when watching that episode. Also, one of my friends is Italian, and we went to do the thing where we kiss on each cheek, and uh-huh. I kissed her on the lips. So that was another awkward thing that had happened that night. Um, but then the worst part, but the worst part, the <laughs> yeah. worst part of all of this, switch it out. <laughs> I'm telling you, the worst part of all of this is that when I got home that night, my boyfriend had called me, and I was like, "Oh, you know, how'd it go? How was that like kissing thing? You know, blah blah blah." And then he broke up with me, <laughs> and that is on why. The phone? Yeah, at least it was on the phone. At least he did it himself. At least it was on the phone. At least he did it himself. Have you um, gotten a courier to break up with you? I had What's someone I... break up with one of my boyfriends for me over text. Ooh, I have been broken what? up with by, in that age level, <laughs> uh-huh. I had bracket. gotten phone call broken up by someone, uh, by a messenger. That's not a breakup. Uh, That's someone it's... saying that this person intends to do that, and then they just never do. No. I don't count that as a breakup. I've seen it in so South you think, Park. So, so I'm still South dating Park. that person? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow, this is a long <laughs> relationship. Wow, that's a really serious relationship. Yeah. You should probably move in. Holla, we want bring up. Uh, what about <laughs> What about I'm you, sorry Mansley? about that, though. No, yeah, I'm so sorry. I just said that I broke up with someone via text through someone else, so I think that negates everything that happened to me. That's a crazy... That's crazy. I mean, I've never... That's interesting. I feel like I've never... Like, the biggest stress I've had about, like, physical stuff at a party has just been to, like, kiss my girlfriend at the time, which is a middle school... And I was like, I'm uncomfortable about it. And then I didn't. Well. <laughs> so it's, I don't know. And you shouldn't have. I've the never pressures been are, in that situation um, before. Yeah. I mean, pressures are definitely different for guys and no, girls. No, but they're still there. I, well, yeah. They're there. Yeah. yeah. But I'm also very, um, I feel like I don't give off that vibe. <laughs> Omar is a very cool cat. Yeah. It's not a like, will they, won't they? It's like a, they won't. <laughs> I, would, I would much rather just drink tea. We won't. Please leave me alone. How about you, Minzwee? What's the most awkward party you've been to? I don't know. The reason I don't know is because I hate parties so much because I'm um, really bad at every one of them. Mm. And if I, I 
there must have been one or two where I've shown up by myself and thinking I would know a bunch of people. Yeah. And then I literally like stand in the corner. Um, there was one. I don't want to talk about it because there's so many people that I know over there. But I will. No speak one in, listens. I will speak in general. Yeah. No, I'm assuming all to of them the end are of listening. the podcast. I'm assuming all of them are listening to it. They better um, be. Yeah. They better be. <laughs> Um, no, I had a friend who was just like doing a going away party and I like should have known enough people there and, um, Amber didn't want to come with me because she's like, I won't know anyone there. I'm like, but I, all right, whatever. Right, right. right. Somewhat recent. Yeah. Um, so I went, um, and it was fine and stuff because there was Mexican food. So I ordered, but this is what I did. I I showed up. Um, (laughs) I was like, oh, hello. And then, um, kind of didn't know anyone kind of wandered away and then just sat in the corner by myself, ordered food. And then was just like, I know I haven't talked to anyone yet, but I'm going to get this food. When I finish eating it, I will leave. And so I did that. Um, so I'm still not good at parties. Okay. Yeah. I think it sounds like you made out all right. Yeah. Compared yeah, to everyone know. else's stories, that one sounds well, pretty yeah. timid. Actually, I also have an embarrassing story from a party this weekend, but I should probably not. Because it just happened. What is I just, it? Long story short, <laughs> I'm just not going to tell it. <laughs> as long um, as you know that you shouldn't, that's the important uh, thing. No, I know that I shouldn't tell it, but like everyone at the party knows. And I, the way I handle embarrassing things is by talking about them constantly. That's <laughs> good. Because it helps. To all of our eager <laughs> podcast listeners. Basically, it was Amazing Race themed. And I, one of the things was, was Ryan's party? yeah, you had to make and drink a frozen margarita in five minutes. So Mina made the margarita very quickly. So I had tons of time to drink the frozen margarita, but I drank it in like less than two minutes. And I, it was, I did a really good job. Like I chugged the whole thing. I was like, oh yeah, a that was great. That was margarita? Great. Yeah, That's a fucking, lot of ice. Fucking chugged it, right? That's did a really freeze. good job. That's brain freeze. I didn't yeah. get brain, because I don't really get brain freezes. So I was like, oh, I'm fine. What? Oh, that's a good superpower. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't get brain freeze. She's called the frozen margarita. <laughs> the embarrassing part is I walk outside to do the next challenge and I like cough because I think I'm just going to oh, cough. Oh no, and you just snag. What did you do? <laughs> I didn't like throw up a lot, but... Oh, okay, wow. <laughs> I, like, I coughed and it was just like, I threw up in my mouth a bit and then kind of came out my nose and just like onto the ground and just kind of happened. But oh, then wow. the problem, but then everyone... It, it was art. It was onion Wait, did dip. Did you bring up blue? I had a lot of onion dip. No, it wasn't blue. But did you say the margarita you think was, it blue? was blue? No one said blue, Chris. At no point, you just assumed <laughs> you're just stuck in the uh, Star Trek, Star Wars mindset where every drink has to be blue, Chris. So basically, yeah, I, I threw up a little bit, and then it was like, wow. Oh my god, Holland threw up, and, it's and then fine. it spread like wildfire. It, yeah, the well, vomit? it probably it, it spread, but also it has now spread more because I've talked about it on this podcast, right? Um, I think that's okay. I think, yeah. There's a lot of people out. Yeah. That's not as bad as my really bad vomit story. I mean, Felicia was right there, and then she did, but I threw up, and I was really embarrassing. Speaking of homeschooling not being for weird religious people, Felicia, that ties back to the episode. Who's never going to talk to me again, because she saw me throw up a margarita at a party. I'm sure Felicia's seen much weirder things. I'm positive Felicia's seen oh, much weirder things. Oh, what if things. that is the weirdest thing she's seen? That's a sheltered life. Oh, yeah, actually. Totally oh, possible. someone threw up liquor. She, she writes a yeah. whole new memoir just about that night. Well, it sounds like it was a sneeze vomit. It was, a, it was kind of like that, yeah. yeah. Did it burn you were like, huh? Huh? Did it burn a You laughed. You laughed margarita out of your nose. That's not a vomit. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I talked about this. This is happening. Like if you if you laugh so hard that milk is in your nose, you didn't vomit milk, right? You ex- but you the best part it. is I was fine and I continued to go on with all of the activities. Of course the you were fine. You threw up. That's I what know, you're supposed to I do without calling your body. I know. I gave Chris a hard time about it being blue, but was it blue? <laughs> no. Okay, just I had to. I said it was it was onion dip it wasn't colored. The, the blue onion skew. dip color. I had a lot of onion dip before. Onion dip doesn't have a consistent color. That's not. I think gray. <laughs> onion dip is Try the not orange. Please, 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 just cut all of this out. Just cut it out. I think gray is closer to the I have color, so many though. regrets about telling orange? this story. What onion dip is orange? You should not have eaten that onion dip. <laughs> no, that was not onion dip. Or that was onion dip with tang. Like, you mix it into it. I didn't really have... Not safe. Oh, it was... Uh, anyway. um, Omar, any uh, horrible... Uh, do you want to talk more about the... No. <laughs> Uh, Omar, what's your uh, most embarrassing, or not, well, what was the question? <laughs> uh, the question was, how are we going to deal with Syria? Uh, Just blow it not up. Not at all? <laughs> Great. 
Thank you, Bernie, uh, for joining us. And, uh, thank you, Donald, for joining us. <laughs> China. Um, I think that's the thing he says. A lot. The yeah, most. Says that. Okay. This is the the most. Uh, I feel like I haven't had personally. I feel like I've been upset at parties before, but I try to kind of like chill out with it. Um, and like, go, especially the older I get, I'm just like. This is this is not a fun part of the story per se. It's not a depressing part. This is just sort of th- something I've been thinking about recently. Yeah, I just want to share with you guys. Yeah, of course. That like any emotion, if it's like anger or fear or like Tavarous, that feeling of betrayal sadness, or like sadness, yeah, yeah, that's all like the idea of it, like it pushing you in one direction or pulling you away from that direction. I don't believe in anymore. I think that that's that's all just energy. The dark side of the force. Uh, well. Um, all of the force? Sure, yes. <laughs> in the sense, yeah. Uh, but like th- that idea of like, if, if I'm like sad about something or I'm anxious about something that's not pulling me away from my life, that's just a different energy that I can use to funnel into, to keep yes. going forward. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's not like speed bumps. It's not like an obstacle. It's like, oh, cool. This is a new fuel that's being pour- poured yeah. into my car. Yeah. So I feel like it's now- if own, You own that energy. Right, exactly. And so it's just like putting yourself in the new mindset. You're like, cool, this is something I'm observing. And if I'm oh. angry about something, it's not like I have to- push that away or bottle it down. It's like, a cool, of, that's something I'm dealing with now. A lot of people have mm-hmm. an ideal of themselves that they try and push themselves towards, um, and that is a way of being uh, less present because... Yeah. You, yeah, because you're ignoring what is happening. Right. What was that, like, Oscar... It's like the Oscar Wilde quote, right? Where he's like, we often live the lives that we yeah, don't... Yeah, but he probably wrote something about flowers, too. He likes talking about flowers. He talks Oh, so it's from Portrait of uh, Dorian Gray. Uh, is it from Dorian Gray? Gray? I'm pretty sure it is, because I is stole it? your okay. copy and it's on my bookshelf. Can we, oh. is, it, is it Portrait of Dorian Gray picture. or picture? It's picture, I, okay. but I thought... Portrait a portrait of a young artist is That's why the other one. The up. diary of a young girl is Anne mm, Frank. It's not yes. the diary of Anne Frank. It's called a the diary, diary of, of a, a young, young girl. girl. Yeah. Ugh, that's like a no, I am your father instead of Luke, I am your father. Oh. Like, you go up thinking it's one thing the whole time. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so try the portrait of Dorian Gray. <laughs> it's delicious. Picture, picture. So the, the I think the picture of Dorian Gray, which is onion dip. Oh my god! A picture of at a party we should have a literature theme party. Picture of, a picture Dorian of Dorian Gray. Gray. Yeah, to, to kill a mockingbird. The more have you, you never been to a yeah. to a tequila mockingbird party. And they have pictures of Dorian Gray. I mean, I actually I've never had a picture of Dorian Gray at a tequila mockingbird party. That's a missed opportunity, actually. One uh, time in school, I didn't want to read picture of Dorian Gray, and so Marvel had released two issues of the comic book version when they I, did that. Yeah, I just read that instead. Yeah. And did you were able to talk about it educatedly? Yeah, even though only two of five had come out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. First to raise your hand. Well, I love that part in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Great art. <laughs> I thought that Tim Sally did a great job in this issue. Um, so there pronounce? you are. I think so. It's not Sale? Maybe it is. I think it's Sally. Sale. Sale? Is it sale? Am I wrong? Tim is that what you sale. guys are saying? Wow. I should Sale. Tim Sale for Sale mm-hmm. and Jeff Loeb for... Your Loeb. ears. Yes. For Ear Boy. Ear. Velvet Ear. Velveteer, <laughs> Mr. Velveteer, Jeff Lowe. It was the end of my acting directing class at UCSB. Great, uh, really great class. But I was really stressed because I had gotten the time of the premiere wrong, so I got there late, and the teacher was like mad at me. But afterwards, she's like, "But I'm cool. We're gonna hang out." And so we all thought it was a good idea to go to Giovanni's, which is now closing. So soon, soon to be rest in peace, Giovanni's in Isla Vista. And somehow, the way the maths had all worked out, we all got a picture. Um, so we all had a pitcher of Dorian Gray <laughs> and the more we drank the more drunk it got um, and <laughs> we went to uh, a nearby bar um, the study where uh, we had shots of we had Scooby Doo uh, uh, um, Scooby snacks and then someone's like have you ever had a brain hemorrhage and I was like no I haven't and then so we had brain hemorrhage shots then we went upstairs to this one person in the class's like apartment and he was like, we should do victory shots. And I was like, what's a victory shot? And then I do a shot of vodka. And then, because I was drunk at that point, and I was just like, hold on, wait, that was it? That was it? And he was like, what do you mean? And I got really upset at everyone. I was like, that was a victory shot? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, that wasn't a special shot. And at that point, I realized that I was drunk because I was getting really upset that we had labeled something that wasn't (laughs) anything special at all. Uh, And I kept remembering that there was one person who was just like, I was like, I should go, I should go. I was going to hang my girlfriend tonight. And they were like, no, you don't need to hang out with your girlfriend. She'll understand. And I was like, I don't know. I should go. And I black out. Uh-oh. I come to and I'm throwing up politely into the toilet. Um, like Felicia a, Day is there like watching. Felicia <laughs> is watching and she's like. That's how everyone should throw up. Right now. She didn't is... actually see me. Can we clarify? She didn't actually see me throw up. But she was just like in the distance. And then I said that I threw up. And then I was talking to her. And then I was like, eh, this is not good. This is not good. 
didn't like see me vomit. Wait, can we clarify? Wh- that, like, what? Didn't see me vomit? Did the only two like, people saw me vomit? What's okay. the floor plan of the situation? Because the way <laughs> that I'm hearing it. I like that. I like that you're just like, oh, I don't want her to see me vomiting. Let me go tell her. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, were you having conversation with her and she no, was like, Colin, how's school going? Bliss. <laughs> Blue. Did you see me just now? And she's like, no, I didn't. What happened? <laughs> you're like, I just threw up. Basically, what happened is the same that's happening now is that I threw up and only two people saw, and then I continued to tell other oh. people that I had thrown up because she people- saw word vomit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that makes sense. You you're never weird on the internet, vomit. but if you're at a party and you're throwing up, you're Holland. That's <laughs> Felicia's new book. Um, <laughs> God. God. So anyway, I the God the the point of this story is uh, I come guys. to you and I'm going down the stairs and um, this guy's like, "Are you all right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, thank you so much for checking in on me. I'm fine." He's like, "I don't think you're fine." And I was like, "No, it's cool. I'm pretty sure I called Mia and I had and she like found me and she's like, "All right, we need to lock this off because you're like really drunk," uh, which is funny now because I don't drink now. And I'm crying outside the student health center about the Japanese playwright Mishima. And I was like, it's not fair. They persecuted him. He was a brilliant writer. <laughs> and I went on about him and the Quakers for a good hour until they were like, you need to get, like a bunch of improv buddies found me too. And they're like, you need to get some food. We walk over to Freebird's Burrito to get some food. And as I'm walking, I just throw up right outside. And then I go inside and I was like, I would like some nachos, please. So that was the most awkward. How are the nachos? Uh, so good. What color were they? The nachos? Blue. Uh, um, I would say a full spectrum of delicious colors. I don't like to eat certain colors, and those colors are not present. Okay. It sounds like you, I think yeah. it sounds like you came out on top. Like I, oh, but then later, apparently it was like, okay, after I left, then like things happened, and people like cheated on other people or whatever. But you didn't do that. No, them. hell, I was crying about Mishima. I got lots of other stuff to deal with. <laughs> Dead playwrights. Um... <laughs> Speaking of dead playwrights, uh, that's our bell, uh, and we are almost out of time, and we, we don't want to leave you with any dead space at this dead man's party. Ooh, dead space. Uh, did that work? I don't know. Bing. Is that that song? Dead Air is what I was trying to go for. Dead Space a is a game. Video game, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. a Taylor Swift song. Uh, no, is that's it? Blank Space. Uh. <laughs> uh, once a week, we do something called an extra activity, which means we are going to make up something on the spot inspired by the episode. Uh, it'll be a lot shorter than my party story. And we have no idea what it's going to be, but it will tie into this episode. Mm-hmm. Holland, what are we doing this this week? Yeah. Um, ooh, I want to hear more about the uh, the Sunnydale Pet Cemetery. Cool. With, uh, what was it? Patches? Was Patches the name of that zombie cat? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Joyce's eulogy. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, that... The whole cat thing happened in my high school. Oh, no. Ago. Came back to life. Didn't come yeah. back to life, oh, okay. unfortunately. I'll tell you guys about it later. Maybe we'll make an executive decision. And props to Marty, Marty Noxon, because I love the cat plot point as the reveal of... Yeah, that's, that's smart. Dark. That, yeah. Was a cool, that was a cool bit, Marty. Stephen King can't even pull that off. Yeah, All right, so we're uh, so this is we're at the pet cemetery. This is like the grave diggers at the pet cemetery, almost mm-hmm. like a Hamlet scene uh-huh. that's going on. All right. Oh, that mm-hmm. musical Hamlet. <laughs> How does a grave digger? <laughs> All right, another grave to dig tonight. Are uh, you grave diggers? I don't pay you not to dig graves. We just said we were going to start digging graves. Yeah, it's our job to dig graves. <laughs> oh. oh, the bo- <laughs> Did you hear that? A crow called at the full moon. Crow's been dead for 25 years. I've never seen that crow call in my life. No, we buried it 25 years ago. Oh, what? Oh. No, that crow's making elephant sounds. Oh, oh my, my god. god. My god. Is that, is that, is that Topsy, the elephant that was killed by Thomas Edison? He was Topsy. I recognize him by his little mark on his Topsy side, meaning the top of his head. Oh no. Oh, my, my old dog, Spocko. Spocko? Come here, Spocko. Oh, hey, what's wrong, Spocko? It's me. Oh, oh, Spocko. Spocko. I reckon we should probably help him. But... My throat. Oh, no. The crow is poking at the open throat spot. Quick T.O. Quick T.O. Sidebar. Sidebar. Yes. Gravedigger sidebar. Look, the boss is 
inches away from death, or as we would say it, <laughs> millimeters away from death. And <gasps> we're not gonna get our paychecks. Well, that's that's one. We've been planning our trip to Disney World for years. Look, I get it, and it'll still be there, and we'll find a way. We will find a way. If we'll we find to... a way, but it's gonna take a lot longer. What if they take down things right? Look, we we wanted to. We're planning on going to that. Put this on ice. We have to wait till the frozen attractions finish. Then we'll worry about getting to Disney World. <laughs> Until then, Topsy, one second. Until oh, then, oh. we have to decide if we're gonna bury our boss or not, because I think it's what he would want. Oh, you're you're right. He only asks a few things of us. Uh, one thing specifically that we dig graves. Yeah, that's it. It's really, it, it mostly, seems like yeah. that's what he would want. What do you think, Topsy? <laughs> yeah, Topsy, I've always had a soft spot for you. <laughs> All right, grab this shovel and let's shovel Shove. into the ground. <laughs> Sorry, boss, but it's what you would have wanted. Oh, not the face! <laughs> oh, he disappeared. We don't need to bury him anymore. It's been a weird night. You want some bovro? Some what? Bovro. Some what? It's a glass Bovro? of Bovro. 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 It's what we drink. You Bovro. Come on, Topsy. You can stay outside. You're getting some Bovro, Topsy. Yeah. Uh, I think Shakespeare. <laughs> that's really what he intended. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They say that all stories are derived from Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Then where did Shakespeare come from? Hmm? Then where did Shakespeare come from? England. Oh, the egg or the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Minsley, uh, for our discussion of Dead Man's Party. You're welcome. <laughs> and thank That's you. What, that, that is what I just want to clarify. That is what you say when someone says thank you. You say you're welcome. Yeah, I was correct just and, then. And we we paused. It's like a, a like a you're learning a language tape where you want to give someone a chance to then repeat mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that was your chance to say you're, you're welcome, Bobro. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if we gave him props yet, but also a big thank you to Danny Elfman and his band Oingo Boingo for, Oingo Bongo. for coining the phrase <laughs> Dead Man's Party. Dead Man's Party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great song. And it's on the Lost Boy soundtrack, right? Very possibly. <laughs> I have that on, uh, I think I have that on DVD. The Lost Boy soundtrack? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> soundtrack on DVD. Sutherland and the Corys? Um This was... Keeper uh the Corys. <laughs> This is our in-depth ep- uh, discussion of the episode, Dead Man's Party. Uh, very in-depth. With everyone here. Uh, Holland, where can they find you? Thanks. Uh, if you want to hear more <laughs> stories about me vomiting, because it happens, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Holland Farkas. Facebook, also Holland Farkas. YouTube, uh, Telltale Heart XO. I'm never on there, slowly hemorrhaging followers. Um, also, you... <laughs> a slow hemorrhage is a... You can catch me on Rocket Jump Twitch uh, Wednesdays and Fridays at 3 p.m. You can catch um, mine in the Rocket Jump Now team's videos every week on Rocket Jump uh, YouTube channel. And yeah, that's what I got going on. You last week you said that there was like an exciting thing you couldn't talk about. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's like yeah. So basically, like what I'm doing, me um, uh, Rocket Jump is kind of. Uh, kind of like rescheduled, uh, not rescheduled, uh, restructured. restructured how they make their videos. Um, so there is the shorts team. Cameras still? Yeah, still with cameras. <laughs> okay, cool. Still using cameras. Um, so there is the shorts team, and then there is the now team. The now team um, is me, Darnell Benji. We do behind the scenes, and we do our own random videos around the office, and also run most of the Twitch streams. Um, yeah. And wow, so, that's amazing. Yeah, so we're putting out videos on a weekly basis. And Hello, Benji. Soup's busy. <laughs> Soup's biz. That's very exciting. Improv one on one with him. Oh yeah, you know Ben. Isn't he nice? Mm-hmm. He's a cool kid. Yeah. How about you, Chris? Where can they find you? Hello, I'm Chris Bramante. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Amantiak. You can find me performing across the greater Los Angeles area with a musical improv group called Robot Teammate and the Accidental Party. And first time I'll plug this, because it's actually been social media eyes now, but a large little uh, obsessive Hamilton crew of us have been coining ourselves Hamiltoons LA, and we are across all social media platform, and we have a sing-along on February 20th at the Clubhouse in Hollywood. So if you're a, if you're a Hamill fan like we are, come to sing along. Yeah, get a lot farther by working a lot harder. How about you, Minsley? Hamill fan sounds like you're a Mark Hamill fan. <laughs> yeah, that's we, true. I that's, mean, most of us are those yeah, yeah, as well. The man said what he said. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, just wanted, I just wanted to clarify. If you're a fan of the Joker from Batman the Animated Series, mm-hmm. drop on by. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you, Minsley? Where can people find you? Um, people can find me in Los Angeles, California, if you look. Uh, but I, uh, if you don't know what I look like, then it will be very hard to do. Um, <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Yeah. I'm Omar and you. <laughs> 
You can find me on YouTube at Mudville Comedy. We are also hemorrhaging followers, but like, uh, it, is it hemorrhaging if you like get a couple and then lose a couple? Like within like, like you get one and then yeah. you lose one. If you're if you're hemorrhaging blood and you have a <laughs> bag of blood that you're taking, if it's a dialysis that's leaking, it's still hemorrhaging. Okay, cool. I just wanted to clarify that I was allowed to use that word too. We're hemorrhaging followers on Mudville Comedy. Dot com or youtube.com slash mudville comedy. That's the same link. <laughs> uh, you can also listen to me and Omar going through space on Hey Say. I don't know what our website is. SoundCloud. Find us. Dot com. Yeah. Where yeah, do you Google Hey Sailor? Will it come up? <laughs> A lot will come up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Google but Hey Sailor, Sailor, Sailor Moon. Moon podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at a thing that you will not be able to spell. So you, if you're wherever you're listening to this, we'll you, have to, you have to, you have to, you have to stop. We'll, it. we'll, we'll share it. No, 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 no. Oh. Let them, let them do this. <laughs> let them do this. Stop what you're doing right now and uh, find in the description um, how to spell stuff. That's it. That's my thing. Oh, that's what you stopped this for? Yeah, I stopped them so that I can stop explain and read that. the description of this uh, I'm Omar. You can also find me at youtube.com slash two bro geeks. Uh, that's the number two bro geeks. Or on Twitter, number two bro geeks. I'm also on Twitter myself at Omar Najam, where I tweet at least three jokes a day. I lots try. Of puns. Lots of puns. Oh, they're bad. And lots of references to spirits down in the Zimmerin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find anything and everything Sunnydale Study Group related at SSG Podcast. Again, that's at SSG Podcast on Twitter, Sunnydale Study Group on Facebook, uh, and um, I feel like on Instagram, we're also Sunnydale Study Group. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're, uh, yeah, we're full Sunnydale Study Group on Instagram. Yeah. I feel like I screwed one up. Because I got that. No, that because I got that one. We couldn't get it from Twitter. Ah, uh, no, that's got fine. It from Instagram. You only get your social account once. Um, and we are still doing our Slayer stances. So if you want to oh, send yeah. us... Guys, your Slayer stances so far have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, please continue to send us your Slayer stances in any social media format whatsoever. If you want to draw yourself, take a picture, however you'd hold a stake while you're slaying, we will send you a button, a Sunnydale City Group button that's still in the mail. They're in the mailbox. We just haven't gotten them. All right, uh, that's it. We'll be back next week talking about a crazy episode we're about to kick off the next chapter of season three with a very special person so have faith we will get to her uh and until then pack up your bags pack up your books we'll see you then Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to... No, I'm not going to... I think Sarah's the only one who could actually do a Kendra accent. Kendra. <laughs> That's good, right? That's I can't it. say any other word. Except Kendra. Ken, Kendra. Ken, Kendra, the vampire slayer. That's good. Uh, I've never tried it before. Did she die? Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, that's why... That's okay. why I yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. She was wanted for murder. <laughs>